Justin Timberlake and a wah pedal having a seizure, and that one's called Filthy. So bring it in the New Year strong. Did us dirty. Yeah. Justin, welcome to 2018. Happy New Year! Hey. But you know on? who won't do you filthy? One of these people is named Justin Williams. <laughs> won't do me. you filthy. We'll never One of them. Wrong. The we'll other guy, wrong. Robert N. Yes, that, that I, was the guy. I can't speak for myself. <laughs> this guy over I here. played that song. <laughs> I already did yeah, you filthy. We're going to hang the DJ very soon. Yeah. Oh. Um, this is the War on Pop Culture Podcast. Thank welcome, you for tuning welcome. in. 2018 edition. Hey, hey, hey. A whole nother year's worth. podcast. Once a year. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so happy new year guys. Happy new year. Yeah. Hey, now we're happy back. I have back in yet. yet. Happy new year. Cheers, cheers. Cheers. Um yeah. up now. <laughs> we got a lot of things to talk about. Yeah. This yeah. episode. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We always kinda have things. Mike yeah. put out a poll earlier things today. And stuff. It was awesome. You know, stuff and things. To the fans. Guys, <laughs> respond to my polls. It, and we got a very uh, lukewarm response to this poll today, and it kinda it hurt Made me just want to just go back to 2017. Just crawl okay. back into a no. hole and go back to 2017. No, we got to muscle forward. We can't yeah. go backwards. That's, that was tumultuous. But, I, but guys, guys on the polls. get on Mike's pole. Okay? Yeah. Just climb on it. And right. never let go. Have a good time. Yeah. It's filthy. But, uh... <laughs> it's a filthy pole. Before we start, do we have a, uh, a sponsor? Oh, we do. We, we have a the top... The sponsors sponsor. of all sponsors. And its name is... Clock Blockers! <laughs> Alright. No, but it's really... It's just called Blocker... Chicken. It's the image of a chicken blocker. Rooster so Blockers. use your imagination. Right. Alright. So, let's uh, let's listen to this road. awesome movie coming out soon. Comedy is very complex. Once it plays. Just going through the laundry. Found these new thumbs. You know what happened when the music's done? Yeah. Come and strip that down for me. Tonight, I'm tearing these up with my teeth like an old school cartoon. Really good. <laughs> Mitch, does your daughter say that? Those are the type of jokes. Don't expect Cena eating his daughter's panties. Right, uh, right. That is exactly what the whole movie is. Yeah, coming at you in 2018. You can. (laughs) In the next scene, he gets a fork and knife. (laughs) (laughs) He really. Napkin bib. And the microwaves it a little bit, and then. At the end, they put it in a blender and gets a spoon. (laughs) So it's just how many pairs of his daughter's panties. <laughs> we are setting the bar very high with the cock blockers coming out early 2018. So you no, know, I, I really want to like it because I like John Cena as okay. a person. Yes, as a yes, person, he's, he's a, a great person. He's a good person. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. I mean, <laughs> not this new John. The, Cena. the funny part is, like, I watched that and, like, I would have. Ex- I thought he could have done better than that. Way like, I, better. Was, I was like, I mean, oh, wait, oh, guys, you know. wait. It is our sponsor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to be a great <laughs> film. Don't get us wrong. But still, John, thought you could have done better. Not, not his best work. Yeah. 
But um, yeah. but yeah, that's coming out. When's that coming out, Rob? I believe April. Oh, not soon. Enough. Oh well, <laughs> get your <laughs> tickets now. Enough, yeah. If you guys know Black Black uh, Panther sold out in advance, so who knows? <laughs> yeah. This <one>? rooster blocker. <laughs> <laughs> it might already be sold out. <laughs> All right, so what do we got up next? Well, I think we have. So, yeah, the first story um, Rick and Morty fans, you might want to hide your ears. <laughs> hide them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, actually, you might want to know this. In 2019, (laughs) that might be the next year we get another season of Rick and Morty. So they're taking another year off. Yeah, you know, going to travel Europe a little bit, I think. uh, Really find themselves... No, I don't know. (laughs) I I don't know what they're doing, but uh, writer and producer Ryan Ridley said that he uh, didn't know why everyone took a while to create uh, season three, but he intimated that it would be a similar timeline... Uh, for the next season to come out, which was about, you know... It's about a year, two, year and a half. Yeah, yeah, it was a year and a half to two. So, um, I don't know. Why do you guys think some of these shows take so long to... Well, Rick and Morty is definitely not your uh, run-of-the-mill, like, animated series, right? It's definitely a lot more intelligent, a lot more highbrow humor than a Bob's oh, Burger. Oh, you don't say. I know, I know. What do you say? <laughs> so I think it's just because it's very complex storylines, very complex plots, that it might just take them a while to do that. Maybe they have to do a lot of research. Like, a lot of this, I feel like I learn when I watch Rick True. and Morty. Sorry. Maybe they have it is. No, I agree with my. I think that. I mean, it is becoming a little bit more, you know, popular that shows kind of take a year off before the next season. And in addition to just scheduling conflicts, I think that, like what Mike was saying, because of prestige television and they really want to just get things right, they don't want to rush things. And they, these these shows are not on broadcast television. So those are the studios that are really going to push. We need a we need a season every year. Let's do it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what, whether it's good or bad, they're going to get the ratings no matter what because it's on broadcast TV. If you have the freedom to take a year off or even a couple of months off just to get the season right, yeah. they're going to... Do that. They're gonna allow them to do. They give them more freedom when you're not when you're on cable, when you're on a pre- premium network. Like, so I think that's the reason why you know Westworld took off, uh, Atlanta took off. Obviously, Donald Glover was busy, but a Game lot of shows, Thrones. a lot of shows, yeah, Game, Game of Thrones, Thrones. A lot of shows are taking that year off just so they get it right. And I, I'm okay with that. You know, as long as you get it right, I don't care if you take a year off. Just get it right. Hmm. Is that what do you think, Justin? Are you like? Uh, I sometimes wonder if, you know, because especially when you have, like, a good show, whether, like, people get pulled off of things. Like, with Game of Thrones, I know, like, a lot of those actors, like, started getting roles and other stuff. So, like, that cuts into production. I mean, I guess it's a little different with animation just because... I Pickle Rick is being... <laughs> yeah, it's being looked at. He's in I've seen all the billboards and shirts and everything. Yeah. So yeah, uh, so I guess it's a little different for animation. I could definitely understand when you have like a large cast like Game of Thrones and like a lot of production though that needs to go into that. Uh, I guess just a little less, but maybe that's the creative process and they need their time. So, yeah, I yeah. think I honestly think it just takes them a long time to write this stuff. Um, yeah, the two main guys, Dan Harmon. And Justin Reimold literally do nothing else at this point. So I don't think they're like their schedules. <laughs> no excuses. Packed. They don't strike me as the guys though that like really are like workaholic and like we gotta get the next season out. No, they're just you, like you guys follow Dan Harmon on Instagram. <laughs> no, yeah, he he doesn't really. Do much. <laughs> <laughs> Every morning he makes feet up. Yeah. 
reasonable. So that could also be a reason. There might be a sense of laziness, maybe. <laughs> but whatever. As long as the good TV keeps on rolling out, I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah. If they're producing good, True Detective should learn a thing. <laughs> I think they have. They took, exactly. Yeah. They, they rushed still... that year, they, and they didn't think it out. And season two, you got Vince Vaughn in a desert, <laughs> roaming around. Apoplectic. <laughs> Very apoplectic. <laughs> All right. Well, keep uh, keep your eyes peeled for that. Also, someone not to keep your eyes peeled for, Bam Margera. Uh, Dead? Going... No. Oh. No. <laughs> Here's the Bam. Yeah. That's the Bam. That was your well, segue don't... to Bam. <laughs> don't look out for Don't me. look for him anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> you won't find him. <laughs> six feet under. <laughs> you need a Bam shovel Margera. to get his autograph. <laughs> Uh, no, he's going. He's going back to rehab. That's why you're not going to find. Him. Oh, okay. that's the other way. Don't pour any out. He might drink it. He's he's, <laughs> he's going back to rehab. He's arrested at 8 a.m. Sunday morning in L.A. <laughs> and uh, got arrested for DUI. He and just got out so of rehab. Did work. Back. He, he he liked it so much. He's gone. Going back. back. So, <laughs> I, like I would have thought, like Ryan Dunn's like DUI related accident. Mm. Like I mean, granted, I've never had that happen, and like I'm sure that's a lot to go through, but like. That I think would like weigh heavy on like you know, like yeah yeah your stuff so get better. Well, I mean, you. these are people who are famous for just getting in shopping carts Being and crashing jackasses. into walls. Yeah. 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 So I don't know if they really like. like man, this, this is an eye opener. <laughs> uh, well, get better. Soon. Either way, go yeah. get him, Bam. Yep, get back. All Good luck. Get on the wall. Get out of the shopping cart. Yeah, right? yeah, get, get your shit together. <laughs> Stop drinking. That's what yeah. we're trying to do. Stop say. drinking. <laughs> Whatever horse that is. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, congratulations to Gary Oldman, who uh, married his fiance in August, but he revealed the interesting way he proposed to her on uh, Jimmy Kimmel. He was filming for The Darkest Hour, so he was in full Winston Churchill regalia and proposed to her. She must have been really let down when it was just Gary Oldman. The whole time. <laughs> Winston Churchill back? Oh, <laughs> like, of really? course I'm saying yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Would you ever Winston it up to uh, propose? I guess if that I mean, was your job. Right. But what if you were a clown? Would you be like, like maybe pulled out of like a flower on your thing or something? If, if, if she's into clowns like that, I guess. That's true. You know, it really depends on the female. Maybe um, she's like a big Winston Churchill fan. Big World War II buff. <laughs> yeah, right? Because <laughs> who isn't? A girl just being like really taken by a man in costume or someone just trying to pretend they're someone else. Like, Rob proposed to Kamala dressed as Robin Williams. Right, right. Yeah. It got a little intense. Yeah. Right, yeah. I had the noose and it was all ready to go, but then... <laughs> Yeah, she she just she does she dug it. She does. He that. was Patch Adams, Rob Williams, <laughs> and he said, "This ain't no joke." And then she beeped his. <laughs> this is, beep once for yes, two for no. <laughs> um, yeah, congrats, <laughs> congrats, Good well job. done, good job, all that one on, so. He should have picked one of his other characters. Like, I would definitely take. Uh, Fifth Element, Gary Oldman, oh, over Element, Gary Oldman. Winston Churchill, or even mm. Commissioner Gordon. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, I don't think, yeah, yeah, I don't know if she picked it, but. <laughs> well, She's like, no, go back and she do it again. Up. <laughs> <laughs> she fucked up. Should have said no. Try again. another. Try again, sir. Fair enough. All right. Well, um, someone else who might be having a, a good day in the future, Oprah Winfrey, considering oh, a run for president. 
Now, has she said she considers, or everyone's people, really just running? People with it? close yeah. to her have said that she's she. Has not. Okay. <laughs> she has. I think has she not. actually said that she is not considered. <laughs> but um, but it's a fun thing to kind of think about at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's saying Oprah Hanks. <laughs> that would be awesome. Because why not? It's too most likable people in the world. Yeah, right? It's like, all right, uh, who's going to run negative Anything ads? just <laughs> to get our minds off of what reality is. I guess it's okay. <laughs> true, you true. know, so... Yeah. Uh, I want to caution people who are, like, pushing for this, though. Yes, she's a very nice-seeming woman. Uh, I don't know if she has what it takes to run a company. Or a, a, a country. country. Yeah. yeah. We've seen... Uh, Didn't the O Channel go under? Do people I, watch the O? I don't have it on my cable package. I, mean, I, don't, I don't even know. Yeah. Honestly. I don't We're the wrong people. people to be watching that channel, though. So true, we have to ask true. someone else who um, would watch it. Uh, can you explain why, Rob? It's 2018. Because <laughs> yeah. um, we're dudes. Uh, dudes don't watch O. <laughs> I can watch the O. Hey, I get the O magazine, okay? Because of comedy. <laughs> Smart. Yeah, that's a good, good article good in there. Read. Every yeah. now and then. Good huh? read. I mean... <laughs> I don't really read it. What's your favorite? But there was a trivia that I played uh, maybe like a month or so ago, and like they asked what kind of magazine. Like the, the, the question was where I forget what it was, and my answer for some reason was the O magazine. Don't ask why, and everyone thought I was crazy that I put that down. So there's oh. there's some resemblance that I, I I acknowledge its existence, the O okay. magazine, but I can't tell you more than just it's an Oprah magazine. I don't know. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Sidetrack, I actually got Vogue for a while until my free subscription ran out. Because I got, I like bought something and they're like, oh, with that you get a bunch of free subscriptions. I was like, okay. I this, but okay, but it was right after Vogue ran that like anti-Trump piece. And I was like, you know what, Vogue, you got my book. I'm never going to read you, but... <laughs> oh, but I was like, like, yeah, yeah, I, like, I like seeing you on my yeah, coffee table. Yeah, yeah. So, um, there you go. But yeah, so maybe Oprah 2020, maybe that's something to look out for. But, I'm, uh, I, the Rock already has my Vogue. <laughs> it's gonna be a tough. Yeah, it's gonna be a tough. Election. I think he'll win that match. <laughs> definitely, I think he'll uh, beat up Oprah. Down. I think he'll put her in uh, a rock bottomer. Um, <laughs> I was yeah. waiting for the Rock's daughter to rock bottom um, people coming up to receive awards and taking to which time these yeah, matches. She's got a big chin. <laughs> she, she Sorry, could, Rock, uh, you didn't hear me say that. Things. I don't want to die, but <laughs> she's, got a, she's got a rock hard chin. <laughs> Very nice uh, chin. <laughs> But, um, yeah, and uh, that comes on the heel of her Golden Globes speech. Um, and because the, what annual Golden Globes? The Cecil B. The Mel? Yeah. Ward? The Lifetime that's Achievement. Well, oh, that's what she got, but yeah. I was saying on the heel, oh. uh, that happened at the Golden 75th, Globes. 75th, I think. 75th, yes. Yeah, sure. yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Definitely yes. number 75. Um, that occurred this past, what, Sunday? Yes. Yes, yes Sunday. Was it really this past um, week already? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Time flies. Time is just... Crazy. Actually, yeah. Phew. Um, <laughs> for one day... Flying like that rooster to that Oprah presidency. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so what do we think of the, uh, the Golden Globes? Oh. Guys, you both take a sip of your drink. That was good timing. <laughs> 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 no, I'm not talking about it. <laughs> I think before we talk about like the actual awards and the, the mm. movies and TV shows that won, yeah, we have to kind of like, we were discussing a little bit before about how it was very, very uh, charged in the anti-sexual harassment, abuse era, women all wore black, and it is... You know, an important time in Hollywood because of all the allegations from the past year, yeah. and they made it a very, very political show in that aspect, in, the, in that mind frame. And in my opinion, it made for a pretty uncomfortable evening, I would yeah. say. Yeah, for some people. Yeah, for um, some people. 
Definitely. And like I get it, you're on a national stage, you have to take this stand, you have to say, but like I don't know. In my opinion, whatever. It's still an award show. I I enjoyed it. It, it was still enjoyable. I personally think Seth Meyers did a pretty good job during his monologue. Listen, the man did a great job, considering that you couldn't say anything yeah. funny. <laughs> he had an impossible job. Offending everybody in the crowd. So I think he did an amazing he job. He had an, an impossible job hosting this. Did a great job in the monologue. And he really just, like, very, very smartly took a step back. And I feel like we've never seen him. We never saw him again after the monologue. Yeah. Like, obviously, then, like, hmm. he... Introduced a couple of presenters here and there, yeah, but like he yeah. didn't do any bits after that at all. They're like Seth, go out and do a few jokes. He's like, it's like, are nope. you crazy? <laughs> He's like, nope, <laughs> no, Not gonna do it. But um, yeah, it was very, very charged with that. There was, there was just a very. What do you guys think about? What did you guys think about well, the ceremony as, as a whole? Uh, well, I, I didn't see his monologue, so I, I kind of oh, okay. missed. I think I missed like the first. Oh, we gotta, half we an hour, gotta watch it. It's pretty minutes, good. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I agree. It was very, um, you know, political, I guess you could call it. That's the thing, like, people saying it's political. Like, it's funny how, like, that is political when all you're saying is, like, hey, don't sexually harass women. <laughs> and the people are like, well, hold on now. Like, that's, you can't say that. Like, wait, what? Like, why can't we say that? But, yeah, it was very heavy-handed in that tone. Uh, I mean, it's it's a, a stage, you know. It's a place for awareness, and, you know, since they have a large audience, it's... I guess a place to to have that, so definitely have to give them uh, credit for that. But what about you, Mike? Would you as a as the only white male on the <laughs> podcast? I uh, we're a very diverse podcast. Yes, to all that don't know this, we are very we diverse. Are. Like we the, are part of the most like, diverse podcast in the world, probably. Yeah. So but, no uh, exaggeration. No <laughs> exaggeration. That being said, we got the most diversity <laughs> easily. Yeah, easily. easily. That being said, it's 2018. I'm a 32 year old white male. Uh, no one cares what I have to say <laughs> about the Golden Globes. That's what I learned from the Golden Globes. That was like a that was like Seth Meyers joke. He's just like, Look at me. <laughs> I have to say doesn't matter. So, girl power. But, yeah. um, but I am. Um, you know what? It blew my mind. If you really think about it, right? Think about how that show went down. Think about the jokes, the, the commentary, everything about the show, and just think that only five years ago, I think Ricky Gervais was the host, <laughs> and it was the complete opposite of what you saw oh, true, on true, Sunday's true. telecast. It was, yeah. it was very rude. Well, <laughs> there was a lot of low blows, and honestly, I like that Golden Globe a hell of a lot more than I like Sundays. Maybe, so I'll just leave it at that. I would say the only problem is maybe that's what precipitates the rudeness that we see in oh, the, well, probably. the political probably. aspect of society. Listen, I'm not condoning anyone yeah. going out and wine steaming anyone. I'm just like, I like Definitely a few not, good but, jokes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, the uh, the gut punches that uh, Ricky Gervais can deliver. Oof. <laughs> now, do you guys think that this is going to carry on towards the Oscars? Do you think they're going to do something Oscars similar Oscars are going like to be just as... Yeah. Be because, same. like, I don't know. I don't remember the Golden Globes, because last year we had the Oscars So White type of campaign going on, and that wasn't really a Golden Globes thing. That was only an Oscars thing. Well, I think because it was... That was spawned by the Oscar nominees coming. No one really cares about the Golden Globes. <laughs> <laughs> when the Oscar nominations came out, and was it last year or two years ago? Because it was Selma. Everyone was really upset that Selma was not. I thought it was last year because I think that was Moonlight two won. years ago. No, Moonlight won in response to the the year where oh, Selma okay. wasn't. Okay. Not saying Moonlight's a bad picture. Right. No one take that the wrong way. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I felt like they definitely gave it to Moonlight because of that. 347. Yeah. (laughs) 
But no, it was two years ago. Two years ago was the... Right, the okay. Um, but in transition from what we were talking about, the tone of the ceremony to the winners, it is notably that every single major award, TV, and movie went to a show or movie that was centered around a female protagonist. With three billboards, with Lady Bird, with... Marvelous Mrs. Big Basil, Little Eyes, Big Little Little Eyes up. Yeah, and yeah. with the other show that I can't... Oh, Handmaid's Tale. They're yeah. all female-centered shows, and I thought that was pretty interesting because oh, of the, what was going together. on yeah. with, the, with, the, with the ceremony. So, let's talk about winners, let's talk about losers, let's talk about snubs. Were you guys happy with whoever won? Like we said, it doesn't really matter who wins the Golden Globes, but these actors sometimes really, really like it. So, what were your, some of your favorite wins and favorite maybe speeches or moments throughout the show? I mean, I love the, the James Franco... Speech oh, with Tommy so Wiseau. Um, so I uh, I looked at the nominees, but I guess I forgot about them. And when we're watching it, I was just so shocked that Get Out was under the musical comedy. Yeah, I wanted that. What the criteria? What is. made them like? Did they watch Get Out? Like this movie is hilarious <laughs> and great tunes. <laughs> like. It's so because like Mar- the Martian won a couple years back, and everyone was just like, "Yeah, such a hilarious so movie." Funny. Martian. <laughs> do you think? Do you think maybe that's a character uh, category where they're just like, "Worst case, when something that deserves to win something can't win its category, we just throw it in there." I think it's they just strange. throw sci-fi in there for whatever reason. Because yeah. Martian was definitely more so sci-fi. Right. I mean, Get Out's definitely right. horror, but I guess you can pin it somehow into sci-fi. Yeah, I'm, genre. I, don't even ask me to like. I have no idea why some are category, categorized in each one. If you look at the winners of like comedy musical in, in the past years, like almost none of them are actual comedies. Maybe yeah. The Hangover was mm. definitely a hot yeah, comedy that one. True. But I can't True. think of like the other ones unless it was like a musical, like Les Mis. It just seems so strange to have these movies win best uh, best comedy slash musical. How's that sour? <laughs> Bomber of sour. Not recommended. Not good. I wouldn't. Uh, it's a lot. But yeah, like Mike said, though, James Franco winning for Best Actor for The Disaster yeah. Artist, um, we agreed that that was deserved, right? Because he put on a great performance. I didn't, he was I didn't great. see it. I didn't see it. Right, he right. was great in it. So just, <laughs> what did you think about like his uh, his speech, not letting Wiseau, letting Wiseau come up and not allowing him to speak? Um, no, I understand that. Because I, um, so I didn't see, uh, whatchamacallit, The Disaster Artist, but I did see The Room, and so I kind of have a feel of, and I've seen like interviews with, with, uh, with Wiseau. Before and uh, I saw an uh, interview with James Franco, and he was like, "Yeah, when we were uh, uh, like, you talked about the times where he let Wiseau speak, and like <laughs> how just crazy stuff just started coming, coming out of his mouth." So he's like, "Yeah, for future, we can't let." Him. And then at that thing, that's the exact same thing that happened. He just like cut him off. It was a little awkward, but like I don't blame him. I mean, it's his first like it's his moment. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah um, right. and maybe like give him a little bit at the end. I know we were talking uh, apparently. Wiseau wanted to say that if we all treat each other a little bit better, maybe the world would be a better place. That's what he said in an interview. What he would have said on stage. Would he have said it? I think he would have. Sure. I trust you, Tommy. But um, no, I don't blame. I don't blame James. I uh, I like. You know, I, I was a big fan for those of you who listen every two weeks to this podcast. Um, <laughs> Of uh, Big Little Lies when it came out, so it was nice that it got the recognition that it it deserves. I just feel like it got too much recognition. It won everything. It won everything. Yeah. It didn't deserve to win everything. <laughs> <laughs> How um, about uh, McGregor, our boy? You gotta get I love that he won. <laughs> How he cool was, was that? I love that he won. <laughs> um, 
I can't take anything away. Like, every actress or actor associated with that show that got a win, I feel mm. like they all deserve the win. I was a little upset that our boy Vargas, or Vargas, Fa- from Fargo yeah, didn't David get Yeah, David Douglas, right, right, right. But, um... You, you both didn't see Big Little Lies, right? Not yet. No. Skarsgård definitely deserves it. I mean, yeah, like, Laura Dern is fantastic. Nicole right. Kidman's amazing mm-hmm. on the show. They all deserve the awards. Um, I just, like, I was like, is it winning because it's good, or is it winning because it's the Time's Up movement, and it's a very female-led cast? Uh, mm-hmm. But whatever. Still, either way, great show. I'm really happy. Um, I'm happy they won. I really liked uh, Frances McDormand's speech. Awesome. Like, She's was, awesome. Yeah. She is yeah. so awesome. It's funny because like, I would love to get a beer with her, and I'm pretty sure she would <laughs> she hate <laughs> taking a beer with me. She'd be like, get the fuck out of my face. Um, yeah. I love how they, like, they censor the wrong words. Yeah, when she yeah, was just, talking, like, yeah. just randomly, just like, yep, bleep that, bleep that. Well, at, at one point, they just bleeped it out for 10 seconds, I think, just like cautious. Like, they, like, know, she could say anything. And then yeah. out of nowhere, you hear her say shite. I'm like, oh, man, they missed it. Um, do you guys like what's your opinion on this because I was thinking about this while watching the Golden Globes and it's it makes no it doesn't it makes sense but I would love to see like the best like like you said Big Little Lies won for best miniseries I would love to see that go up against like a drama category well, it's kind of BS that it won for miniseries because it got renewed for another There's season. There's a second <laughs> Just season. <kidding>. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but if that's so, like, what it was is it better? Who? What one drama? Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, yeah. Is it better than Handmaid's Tale? I would just like to see that matchup. Like, you think about like everything that won. Like, I wanted to see like when the years that Fargo won, the years that whoever won, like John Adams, like. Did they think it was better than some, you know, individual seasons of dramas? And yeah. I, I think that would be a cool, cool thing. To, and we'll never know because that's never going to be combined. But I would just like to see what the voters would pick if that was the case. Okay. And okay. Um, and even just like even maybe just like letting go of the comedy one too. Like what? It's it's tough because it's it's hard to compete with a comedy versus a drama. But I would I, there's some great comedies there, and I think they could they can match up. Kind of, kind of. I don't know. What comedies? Like, like you know, we love Master of None and type oh, of thing, and Atlanta. I, I was really happy he won. Let that yeah, be said. Yeah, that was I was really happy Aziz won. Definitely. Definitely. He had no idea. I, I truly feel like he was not prepared for that. <laughs> yeah, he probably had no Oh, yeah. He looked nervous. Yeah. When they called him up, he's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, they Because, like, he's definitely known more for, like, his creativity, his writing, and his direction rather than his actual acting of that series. True, true. But maybe they were just giving it to him because Master of None was just so freaking yeah, good to I mean, begin with. you got to get something. Right, Take it. right, yeah. I, I totally do that. Um, yeah, and then we had Lady Bird win for musical comedy, and we had Three Billboards win for drama. Which, not going to lie, I love Three Billboards. It's my third favorite film of the year. But I was surprised that Three Billboards did as well as it did at the Golden Globes. I, uh, I feel like it's... The perfect movie, uh, or perfect kind of movie, at least for the Globes, to like to to sweep as it did. I didn't think he was gonna win best. Didn't he win best director? No, Guillermo did. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. By the way, he um, gave a great speech. That was so funny. He's, He's like, like, no, 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 you're yeah. turning this off. I, yeah. I waited 25 years for yeah, this. No. <laughs> he shushed the music yeah. off. It was amazing. No, I didn't. I didn't think it was gonna beat Lady Bird. Oh, for, for comedy. 
No. Oh, Lady Bird was comedy? Yeah. Don't listen to me. I'm, I'm a white see. male. It's 2018. <laughs> but that's the whole thing. Lady Bird isn't really a comedy either. It makes no, it, it's Lady like, Bird is not a comedy. Yeah, There's nothing funny about Lady Bird. It's like, it's like, it's so weird the way they do the categories, but three boards won over the favorite that night, which was Shape of Water, because Shape of Water got the most nominations. It's obviously Guillermo won for director. Um, it was it, it came into the that awards with a lot of momentum, and everyone was predicting Shape of Water to win. It did not. It went to three boards. I was happy, but at the same time, you know, I was happy that Guillermo won too. But at the same time, I really want Chris Nolan to win. I want him to win this year. I feel like this is his I'm, year. This I year has to be his year. Chris Nolan's probably sitting there like, "What do I? Have what to do, do I have to do? <laughs> what do I have to do? I didn't make a sci-fi movie this year. I made a war movie. Now give me my award and. Uh, it's so so frustrating, but um, fingers crossed to the Oscars. <laughs> but what else, Justin? The, the, were there any other wins that you were that you liked that you su- were surprised that you? Hated? Um, no, I think we touched on most of the ones that I saw slash remember. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, that's to be, I don't typically watch award shows, so it was like, yeah, I was, I was surprised first, when like, you said that you watched it. I'm like, oh, well, Justin watched it. I was with Courtney, and oh, okay. she likes that stuff, so I was like, all right, I guess. We'll <laughs> I always watch uh, with my girlfriend for the fashion. She was really let down this year by the black. Because everyone was all black. black. <laughs> I mean, I... Uh, Who are you wearing? <laughs> we talked a, a little black dress. A black dress. From prom. <laughs> from prom. Yeah, you know, come back to prom. Um, yeah, actually, I was talking a little bit to, to Courtney about the fashion. Yeah, some of it, I was a little taken aback. Or not taken aback. Uh, yeah, I just wasn't really feeling some of it. But yeah. I mean, it wasn't even about the all black. Some of the stuff. I love how the president of the HFPA came out in like color. Yeah, the only she woman, red. <laughs> the yeah. only woman out of everyone that didn't have black on. And I was like, all right, this she is didn't awkward. get the memo. She wrote the memo. She didn't get it though. Uh, she didn't follow through with that. Wait, so how closely do we think Oscar is going to follow Golden Globes in terms of? Well, I'm, I'm. What I keep checking is who's winning the Critics' uh, Choice Awards. Uh, Sam Rockwell just won Best Supporting. James Franco won Best Actor in Comedy. Three Billboards won Best Ensemble. So, you know, you factor a lot of these things in to um, Oscar nominations and the eventual winners. I, I don't... What do you think is going to be the toughest category, the closest category? So, as you guys know, I follow the Oscars religiously. Like, it's my research project every day. And I think this year, <laughs> Project well, now you all know that Project Today keeps the girls. I have, in there. I have actually have a spreadsheet of everything that's going on to see which one wow. is okay. coming up. Who's winning Best Actor? Best Actor, Lead Actor, or Supporting? Lead. Lead Supporting is called Gary Oldman, hands down. That's like might be one of the only locks right now. Okay. Oh, Best wow. Actress. Okay. Best Actress is up in the air. So Margot Robbie just won. Well, she's not going to win the Oscar. Well, <laughs> Why? It's either Nick or Saoirse. It, it has to be one of those two. But I, it's a it's a coin flip uh, right now. Okay. It's a coin flip right now between McDormand. those two. McDormand. I hope McDormand. <laughs> but <laughs> at the same time, Saoirse is one of the most underrated actresses. At 23 years old, this is going to be her third Oscar nomination. That's insane. Listen, she's good. But we'll give you the trophy for the next one. This, yeah. this <laughs> is the one. Say, is that like the Leo thing where like, oh, you're too good. We'll give it to you. That's later. true. We'll yeah, I mean, later. probably. Like, like, you know, they they do that. They do that all the time. But this is a significantly like 
confusing year to follow because it really could go to like any three or four movies at this point. Obviously, we won't. You know, the DGAs were announced today, and when the PGAs announced their winner and the SAGs announced their winners, we'll get a clearer picture who's going to be the lead. Right now, the front runner, the clear front runner, is Three Billboards. But as we all remember about La La Land last year, the clear front runner, there's always a backlash against the front runner during the campaign season, and there can definitely be a backlash that hurts Three Billboards' chances. So we'll see. Again, but um, it's 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 gonna be either Get Out, Lady Bird, or Three Billboards. I'll put so much money on one of those three films to win. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So keep your eyes peeled. One of the Oscars March. Yeah, yeah. First weekend of March. It got pushed back later than usual because of the Winter Olympics. Mm. Okay. But the nominations are January twenty fourth. Yeah, so yeah. we'll definitely comment on them next podcast. Sometime so. in February. Keep your ears, <laughs> Keep your ears peeled. <laughs> All right, so uh, with that, we are entering the new year, which means a new set of uh, things to look forward to. So, um, you okay. know, got a full slate of uh, 2018. Are we doing that or are we going to do the other one? Oh, yeah. You'll oh, get we're that. Gonna do. What are we doing? See this right now? So we're gonna do. Come uh, on, play it, Mike. It's not working. Oh no! Sing it. Oh. Yes, yes, you. That's you can sing it. That's all you queuing it up. He's like, oh. I'm like, what is he doing over here? So is it season four? Season four. <laughs> End of uh, December. Just ringing the new year with some uh, darkness. Yeah, some <laughs> Hello, sad. darkness. <laughs> so yeah, um, season four of Black Mirror was released, I think, the, yeah, like Justin said, the end of December. And we watched some of them. Yeah. And we were like... It's season one for us. <laughs> season one for us. We were like to comment on some of our favorite episodes from the past season and talk about... Uh, kind of them extensively so you guys want to just want to start out with the first episode yeah, that, yeah, was, uh, that was a breakthrough episode right there Callister yeah. USS Callister that was, it also had the biggest actors Matt Damon out of I all mean that's, that's <laughs> yeah. impressive. impressive out of all of, of the episodes it had the biggest well known actors Kristen Milioti and Jesse Plemons um, even a little snippet of Kristen Dunst. I mean, who would have known? And Aaron Paul. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Don't and remember so, any of that. <laughs> what? The voice. The voice. Aaron Paul's voice was at the end. That was him. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought I Wait, wait there's going to be spoilers. Yes. If you haven't spoilers seen season four, Black Mirror, maybe fast forward like 10, 15 minutes from now. Um, but yes, okay. That's your warning. Okay. Yeah, uh, that was his voice. I thought I knew that voice. Right? It's like, yeah. I thought it was going to pop out to like. An episode of Breaking Bad. And he's going to be like, like playing, he's like, yeah, bitch, I got you. I'm just like, oh, shit. But, um, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, so, um, yeah, we had a Breaking Bad reunion there for a couple Where of was seconds. Kirsten Dunst? That was just a stupid... I had, it was like it, a side character. It was like literally maybe for like one second in the background. It's just... Oh, okay. It, yeah, that wasn't like a big, big thing. But I read about that, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that is her. You know? And Jesse yeah. Clemens reuniting. Mm. <laughs> Jesse Plemons is just awesome. They're uh, they're uh, married now too, right? Are they? Or wait, is it her? Yeah. Wait, Jesse Plemons is married to Kirsten Dunst? I'm pretty sure. Because they're just in. Yeah. This just in. They just got married. <laughs> Tonight, you heard it here first. Yeah, I think it was her because uh, yeah, they played. They were Fargo. To get, they were in, and that's where. Oh, look I at think you. that's how they. Yeah, that's um, how they. 
You were absolutely right. Wow. I, that. I, I read they are. It's somewhere. just it. <laughs> Kirsten yeah. Dunst and Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. Alright, so let's talk about just, um, you know, just our first impressions when we saw the episode. What did we think? What did we well, like? So that was our first, that, that was, was my first episode of Black Mirror. You same here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so like, so how much did you know about Black Mirror going into that first episode that you've watched? Before I, you watched all it? All I knew was Justin the night before and his girlfriend told me and my girlfriend to check it out and I just saw everyone posting about it. That's literally all I knew about Black Mirror. And you? I think you told me some stuff. I think you told me some stuff about the first episode, like episode one, season one. Um, but also I knew that it was like uh, a Twilight Zone-ish. I knew it, it wasn't continued storyline, so like... Um, but that there were like references, and, but yeah, other than that, I was uh, didn't know what to expect. I had it confused with uh, another Netflix show, The OA, for really? forever. Uh, I just uh. I thought they were the same show, and I didn't like The OA, so I was like, oh, I don't know what everyone's talking about. <laughs> yeah. New episode, The OA. Alright, so what did you guys think about USS Callister? Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Good. Good. Great premise for an episode. Um, definitely sucked me into the series. Now, uh, I would consider myself a Black Mirror fan. Um, well, I'm, I'm four episodes in now, but uh, but I definitely what did you guys, enjoy. What did you guys like about it? Like, what were some of the most appealing things to you from the episode? It was it's just very creative. It yeah, was, it was a very creative plot. Yeah. Um, and again, like my first impression of the show, I tune in. I'm watching it. A lot of, a lot of talks been going on about the show, and then the first three four minutes, it's like an old Star Trek episode, and I'm sitting there like. Why the hell did everyone refer, this episode, refer the show to me? Um, but if you give it a time, give it time, which I did. I watched the whole episode. It unravels into this very intricate, very complex storyline. I liked yeah. it a lot. The acting's superb. Yeah. I like all the actors on yeah, it. We just true, said Jesse Plemons is great. Um, I forget her name, but she's also on Fargo. Fargo season Chris three. Mayo, yeah. She was great in it. Um, and. Uh, one of the McPoyle brothers. I always forget his name mm. as well, but he's yeah. also in Westworld. Yeah. He was yeah. also awesome. <laughs> no, it's just a really great. Uh, it was a really great episode. Yeah, I like the uh, kind of like the futuristic environment they set, where it's like, and this is like just throughout what I've seen in season four, four so far. Is um, yeah, it's just like it's believable futuristic. You know, like ten, fifteen years ahead of like what we were on, where we're at now. So like. I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting. It's so a good time to bring up because every single Black Mirror episode has this advanced technology yeah. that doesn't exist yet, but might not be too far away from. But usually, the episode revolves around how humans or how the situation reacts and acts over this type of technology. Mm-hmm. So, for this episode, we had the technology of digital clones that have consciousnesses that. Jesse Plemons' character, who just went straight up evil and wanted to seek revenge, kind of trapped them into this this old right. television show to kind of just like have him as the captain, and everyone had to do what he said. He was the dictator. He was the really evil, villainous captain. And so, what do we think about that technology? Did we enjoy? It, it, to me, it left me it left a lot of open questions. And this is one of the things where you go into like uncharted territory with potential futuristic. Right, stuff. of course. There's always going to be like... Oh, yeah, there's going to be a question. So, like, like how does this work? All, <laughs> they all had memories up until when they were... When he took their DNA and, like, made them or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, that has no effect on who their the real people are. Because they're... And, they're, like, they're how copies. do they know... Yeah, how do right. they have all that? So, they're trying... I guess at that point, they're trying well, to they say memories. that... memories... 
They're trying to say that memory is DNA, I guess, or like memory DNA's stored in your DNA, in which I think room. there might be some scientific argument for, but I don't. No. I don't think we know enough. So, like, I don't know stuff like that, where it's just like, why do they know each other, and like, what you know. Uh, I thought it was funny when they were like on their downtime and they're just like sitting around playing cards. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that was kind of funny, but um, like, oh, we just gotta wait till you guys. But so I think one of the one of the main you know ideas about this episode was trying to kind of reconsider: is it wrong? Is it ethically and morally wrong to do this? to digital copies and clones. And this isn't the first time, obviously, that this has been addressed. It's been addressed in Ex Machina. It's been addressed in Never Let Me Go. Pre- lots of you know previous movies and shows. But it's an interesting idea because like it's not the real person. Right. But if that copy or clone, whether digitized or not, is legit, has like... Feelings. They, feelings. They have a soul. They have their. They, they yeah. lose their agency in that. Act, but they have like choices. But they lose their choices because of his um, villainous ways. Like, what does that make it right? And what is the difference between that and just say torturing your Sims character on your Windows XP? You know, like. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, that's what shows like this are really good at. Yeah. It was really, it so, what did you guys think well. about? Like, did you think that it was morally wrong what Jesse Plemons was doing and? I definitely felt sympathy for the cloned characters, even though they weren't the real people. I mean, I think that was the whole purpose of the episode, is to make the viewer feel that way. Mm. Um, and it gave them more, you know, it wasn't just a clone of, like, a physical clone of, of, like, their image. It was their personality, it was their feelings, like you're saying. So it's different than that Sims character who you are I don't I don't actually I don't know what Rob's talking about this sick <laughs> sick guy you torturing never, like, Sims you never tortured a Sims character I have a list of like what people did to their Sims character <laughs> terrible I don't even know how you do all that stuff in one game they're like yeah I fed him a pizza and then kept feeding him pizza and then threw him in a pool and I'm just like wait what how do you what are the controls yeah man? you guys are messed up <laughs> alright the, the worst I ever did was I would drown the characters in Roller Coaster Tycoon and get, like my paw. That's bad. But no, they had their yeah. names were one, two. Player one, player three. It's like I'll give you something to frown about. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> that was a great um, game. That's a great game. But so, so that's that's one of the things though, because I don't understand the technology enough and what the the, the plot is or whatever the tech. I can't really answer that question, but like, if they're just digital, but like, he could also like manipulate them, right? Like, yeah, uh, they lost their private parts. They can't shit. Yeah. And so <laughs> they probably don't feel right, like because no, they, I think they do feel. Because don't you remember he's talking about his son? You mean like feel like physically feel or emotionally physically feel? feel um, emotionally, emotionally, definitely feel. they could feel. Yeah, so they emotionally feel. Yeah, that's I don't know. I don't know how. It depends how sentient they. Or, you know, well, there's just so many Physically, they things. definitely... Like, I don't think they can die, but they definitely feel like... Even think about when he's, um... The guy who's the his co-partner yeah, yeah, at the right, firm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, when he's choking him out. Right. Like, he oh, definitely yeah. felt that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but it was all digital, though, right? Yes. But, like, yeah. So, it, it, so it's, it, it's a copy. It's a digital copy. Right. But these people kind of are still... They have all the qualities of being a human... Right. Other than like their reproductive organs and shit right. like that, but they're not human. But they're not human. Like, exactly. yeah. So that's like that moral blurred line area. Yeah, to where me, they're in. not. If they're not human, they're not real. I think object. the main, like, they're not real. The biggest like things. wrong thing like, that he did was that this was going to be like eternity for them. True. 
And True. like you know, like, like when he turns it off, it kills them all, or, or like you know, right, right. I don't know. So like kills, quote unquote. Yeah, they're exactly. Not really alive, <laughs> but, dude, but yeah. Did you guys? How did you guys like the way that it ended up resolving itself? Did you well, think it was a little bit too, um, you know, predictable? Predictable, neat, yeah, everything. Like, I mean, that was definitely too predictable. Yeah, but at the same point, like, what ending did you want? Like, that's the ending I think everyone was expecting. I would have been really upset if he won in the end. Like, oh, he's just going to keep <laughs> making these slaves. Tension, be Psych. <laughs> no more. Um, yeah, I guess that's true. That's that's the one you want. Um, I didn't really care because once I'm like, oh, they're not real. Well, then I don't really. So then you don't. Then it, that didn't bother. I mean, it, yeah, it's like they're designed to for you to feel sympathy, but like they're not real, so I don't feel sympathy. You know what I mean? Like it's. I don't know. There's a video game. Somebody made a video game where the characters seem like they felt things. I still wouldn't feel bad. Yeah, it's like, oh, I feel bad for them, but you shoot I still hear someone. Them. You shoot yeah. someone GTA Five. Yeah. You see his family coming. <laughs> <laughs> How could you do this? Like, yeah, just stand right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got about to snipe you all out. Yeah. Don't worry, you'll see him again. <laughs> no, I mean, like, it's, yeah, it's just digital, you know, whatever. But, yeah, I mean, right, he's, right. That's, he's that's, supposed to elicit feelings. That's the conversation that you're supposed and, to have. Yeah, so. um, what I really enjoyed it, I don't know if you guys have any history of watching Star Trek. Like, like old school Star Trek. I my, what my grandpa made me Right, my watch. dad's a Trekkie. So, like, I loved the scenes, almost all of the scenes, especially when Kristen Milioti got, you know, zapped into this digital world. I loved the scenes where, like, it was just so over the top, which is the way, like, old Star Trek was. And yeah. she was just eye-rolling everything. And it, it made me laugh so hard because, like, in real Star Trek, it's just, it's, like, so ridiculous what's going on. Yeah. And, like, they're, like obviously, the show was all serious. Oh, yeah, but having yeah. that one character watching it, Kristen Milioli just yeah. being like, you see? Serious again? Like, is yeah. anyone seeing this right now? Like, it was well, the we have to do this. Yeah. Like, it was the funniest thing to me to watch. And that, that's what made the episode for me. I like when uh, I forgot what he was telling them to do on the ship, but he was like, "Press this, whatever." And they're like, like, it's, 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 it's any key. It's any key. But none of this matter. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Yeah. So freaking good. It, yeah. it, it, they really did a good job in that episode. So kudos, yeah. Black Mirror, for that yes. one. I, and then, I was an Arch- Archangel. I liked Archangel. So you want to talk about Ar- okay. We're going to talk about Archangel just, now. A little know. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you didn't like it. I mean, it was okay. I just You I liked, liked it. it. I liked Archangel. Yeah. I thought it was one of the weak, I would say it's like the weaker half of season four. Hmm. So what, what did you like about Archangel? From what I see, I feel like Archangel is actually very close to home. I feel like it's very close to We're not too far away from... I, I'm not talking about actually putting implants into right, our kids' Right, we have tracking GPS. But we have, right, yeah. right. everything else that they did on that, on that episode, I feel like we're not too far away from. And, uh, you know, not to really get too preachy or throw my opinions on anything <laughs> that's not pop culture related... <laughs> Um, but I, I kind of just like how they show it, how doing all of this is, it's going to go wrong. Like, it's mm-hmm. not yeah. going to end there's well a, There's for, like a tipping point. You're yeah. not going to have a normal child if yeah. you continue to do yeah. this. And I think about nothing but, uh, all of the parents, I, cause I used to work with kids that would, uh, that I would deal with and their kids are constantly just glued to iPads and everything that they're looking at is censored, previewed, mm-hmm. pre, pre-planned. And uh, I just like the idea of Archangel. I thought it was, like I said, it's very close to society now. Um, I, I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I, I knew the entire time when she became a teenager, so again, spoiler um, for anyone listening, that 
Once she became a teenager, she was going to skip curfew one night, and the mom was going to tune in. They're like, oh, she's getting railed by the drug dealer. <laughs> and I knew that was happening. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, thought, I thought it was very interesting. Right, right. What didn't you like about it, Justin? Um, I just don't remember much about it. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, yeah, I thought it was like kind of heavy-handed in the... Like, I, I do think it was like a good message in that, you know, like too much censorship and stuff can lead to bad stuff. Um... But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was, like, a long uh, a long episode to just say that, to get that point across. Well, I mean, just talking about the actual length of the episode, I got the point maybe ten minutes in. I don't <laughs> yeah, think it had yeah, to be an hour-long yeah, episode. Yeah, maybe yeah. that kind of, like, like watered I, I it down like a bit. I've watched other episodes of Black Mirror where I'm, like, you know, I'm, I see where they're going with this, but I'm still intrigued and I'm still, like, drawn into it. And then, yeah, after that, it's just like, okay, we're thinking we're the next. Okay, yeah, we're next. Okay. So, yeah. like, it... Yeah, it wasn't... As like, the, the point of censorship being bad was very clearly made when the grandfather is having the heart attack, and she's like, oh, it's just a static blur! <laughs> yeah, like, oh, that's interesting. You've yeah. never seen porn before! Yeah. <laughs> Let me show you! <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, yeah, after... Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm right with Justin. I thought this was a little bit too heavy-handed. It was a little bit too on the nose. Um, she literally gets beaten almost to death from the same advice that was tearing them apart. That from the censorship and from the you know the the archangel device, so I thought that was a little bit just too much. Um, but yeah, no, with, with with what Mike was saying, I agree that it's it is a good theme. It's a good thing to talk about censorship and just like putting yourself in the mom's shoes, almost having your child like lost, maybe forever, not knowing what's going on. Like, would you do anything it takes to make sure that doesn't happen again? These are just things and questions and conversations to have with people, and it, it's. Obviously, that's a little bit too much, but there has to be some kind of middle yeah. line. You know, just put a leash on your child, you're good to go, and then, like, you know, you know you're know, you good. Yeah. And, uh, okay, so one more episode that we watched, uh, Hang uh, the DJ. I watched a couple more. Crocodile, real quick, without spoilers, they just got to a point in it where it was just like, wait a second, you crossed the line, why did you... <laughs> you you could have gone back, like, it would have been okay, but instead you just went, and then... It just kept going. It's just like okay, this is becoming more, less and less believable. And then at the end, it's just like don't run it. I really like that. Like, that's, like that's you don't have to watch. That's that. how I that worked. Okay, like, you, that, you should watch it. Joe should. Rogan said it was his favorite episode. Really? Season. And we're talking about Joe Rogan, the one and only. He's actually a really interesting, dude. A little <laughs> weird theories, but whatever. Anyway, uh, it wasn't a bad episode. It just there's a point where it just got across the threshold. And I was like, all right, this is. Too much. Crocodile yeah. was not one of my favorite episodes, and I'll just think about that. Did you watch the other one, the black and white one, or no? No, I oh, that got the four. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the fourth so. episode is Hang the DJ that we all watched. Right. Um, I know, Justin, you the said claims. that you had problems with it, and Mike, I think you said that you enjoyed it somewhat, so... Justin, how about you start this time? Okay, all right, sure. So, yeah. Did you think so, about the episode? Were your gripes about it? Spoiler alert. Um, oh, yes, plenty of spoilers. I was, I was definitely interested. Um, yeah, I, so, uh, yeah, the whole world that they were in seemed very uh, constructed, and it was just, it was like weird, like, why do they have to abide by this thing? Um, and then, you know, it was like interesting to watch them, you know, it was like you could tell that they liked each other and they wanted to, like, but, like, they were still following this thing. And then, um, yeah, just, it was interesting to watch them rebel, and it was, like, cool. But then I was like, oh, this is just a simulation. Then it, like, then it's just like, okay, so 
Wait a second. None of that was... First off, none of that was real. Was It It was all just digital because, you know, you pan out and it's like, oh, that was in their app mm-hmm. or whatever that, that figured that thing out. Mm-hmm. But, like, so it was just... What was that? Like a visual representation of what a simulation would be? Mm-hmm. Like, is this yeah. supposed to be some kind of... But, like, where are they even getting that information from? You know, like, again, it's one of those things where it opens up more, um, a lot of questions that it doesn't answer you know and it's mm-hmm. just like so i just watch a bunch of like like representation of nothing that actually exists you know like that whole thing was just representative of a computer running a simulation i don't want to watch that like that was like an hour of my it was just like huge huge like fuck you this isn't a real thing this is just oh yeah um that could be what a simulation looks like but that's not how simulations go you don't sit there and watch them that's why you simulate them so you don't have to watch them and play them out and stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Right, right. I was just like, all right, yeah, that was simulated great. Uh, I wasn't, I yeah, don't know. that's true. I mean, that's um, definitely kind of what happened. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. What, what about I'm, you? Uh, honestly, now that I'm, like, listening to you, I, uh, I don't... You go first. You go first. <laughs> I, what were you going to say? You go first. You go first. So I enjoyed hanging the DJ, but you're right. You know, it was we we saw one simulation that was the a thousandth simulation that this app has been going through. So the technology here that exists in Hang the DJ is that I mean, aside of from it, kind of a commentary on you know dating culture, dating app culture that we have right now because sure, sure. online dating is a big thing, um, and they definitely have literal discussions about like you know what what's um. What was so interesting to me about this was the expiration date when they first met a, a couple, you know, when you ha- right. we got set up. But you're right, this, we're watching a simulation the whole time. Right. And I don't know, like, I'm okay with it because I, I watched it in the lens of, like, okay, I, again, like, we think that this, this is real at first. The, no, yeah. that's how I look. Right, yeah, right. That's how I watched it, too. I thought that was real. <laughs> but then they're saying, like, oh, that's not actually a thing. That's just a, a, a representation of a simulation that could be a thing or it isn't a thing like why why even like that ah, yeah, no you're right you're right it's just that's that's what black mirror does a lot we're talking about copies and clones and digital versions of ourselves right. that has the same thought process has the same dna has the same conscience and soul of ourselves and this was this um technology where it was an app where you're going to get matched up to someone that 99.8% match. And that's a pretty damn good match because all this is really addressing is like how how are we supposed to even possibly think that we can find someone that's meant for us out of the billions of people in this world? Wouldn't it be so much easier if we take choice out of everything and just allow a an app that does very thorough simulations to really match us up with someone that... There's more than, and there's almost a definite chance that you're going to work out and, and spend the rest of your life happy with that person. And yes, you're right. We see one simulation of it, mm. but I love how there's a theme where you almost have no choice in this simulation. You get fed the same. Right, right. You, you don't even have a choice of what you eat. You don't have a choice about where you're going to stay. Um, but then it ends up being the choices that they make to rebel against the system that ends up providing them the perfect match for one another that we see at the end, in, which is in real life. Yeah, you know, you see someone across the room and that's their, yeah, that's your match, 99, 99.8%. 
And I don't know. I like the I, I like the hopefulness that this episode had. I well, liked that's the season right. Black Mirror veteran. Right. Right. <laughs> it's like it's <laughs> so I'm gonna. Why I didn't want to go right after Justin went is I realized that I watched this episode very late at night on Tuesday night. When I first started getting sick, and oh, when yeah. I had like a very high fever. So sick they time. do get together at the end. Well, you don't know that. They well, see each other at the bar. Yeah. They get the ninety-nine point smile and stuff like that. So it looks it, it suggested that they are going to start right. dating at least. Yeah. Okay. But that's the real them, not even right. those that's the simulations. Because the simulation's done. I, we we watched that one. Yeah, yeah. No, I simulation. get all that. I get all that now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it. It's like based off yeah. of that. It's so stupid. It's like, oh, like here's it. the thousands of books. I really like the story. I like the story behind yeah. how they all got together, but I guess my fever hit its peak <laughs> around the end of the episode, and I forgot that it was a simulation. Now I'm remembering the scene with them at the bar staring across from each other. Yeah. But I don't, I don't like that. So you're you're going to dislike half of the Black Mirror episodes now. This is the reason why you don't like then it. Then I'm going to watch all <laughs> I, would, I would not recommend watching any more Black Mirror episodes. On no, this I mean, like, again, <laughs> it's just it's a stupid ending. Like, well, why couldn't the ending just be there together from what we saw in that entire episode? Why did they have to stare at each other across the bar like they never met? Well, why couldn't, if they're going to just be... They, not, they never met before. Okay, but, like, <laughs> you're watching an hour of them interacting with each but other. But that's the technology. Now. We're watching the technology act. Crap. <laughs> no, no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You Wait, so here's the thing. Okay, in the overarching real world of this, do you think that button technology where, they, where they're spoon-fed matches and what... Do you think that exists? Wait, what? Say that again? The, the technology <laughs> that they were using the whole time with the coach, and they're just like, hey, coach, what now? What now? What, whatever. Mm. Do you think that exists? In their time. In the real world. In their real world. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. the whole purpose that's, of it. No, yeah. but, no, no, the app is just something on their phone. You didn't see that, like at the bar, they didn't pull right. out a coach and be like, oh, that's the... You're right, you're right. right. No, you're right. So that's what I, that's all I'm okay. saying is that that was a digital representation of what right. a simulation is, but that's not saying that it actually exists. You're right. So it was just a whole fantasy world built off nothing that... It's just like, oh, okay, this may or may not exist. That, so it could have been someone's just imagination. Like, yeah, I can m- imagine a world and where it ends up where you rebel or not. And that's that's really all you were driving to is like, do they rebel or not? You're right. They do. They get together. That's it. So I can I can imagine anything off that that feeds into some overarching world and none of that underlying stuff would matter because, like, it's just totally fabricated. So it's just like, oh, oh great. I just watched... It is. And that's, like that's the commentary on the episode as, uh, as itself. Like, do we believe when we are on Match.com that it says, oh, this is an 87% match? Like, do we truly believe? Do we, do we allow this app to kind of dictate what we're going to think of the next well, person before meeting them? I would if I saw a whole story unfold <laughs> for an hour of me eventually getting with that person. Yeah, yeah I would definitely believe that's good. And that's the whole point. Yeah, that's the whole point of the yeah. episode. I don't I don't like open-ended things. I don't. Oh, I know that. I really hate open-ended things. <laughs> we established that in a couple yeah. episodes. I don't now. like that. You could have ended the episode with them being a 99.8 match and I'd be happy with that. Yeah. I'd be really happy with that. I don't like open-ended. That's like if the end of Saving Private Ryan, he just it's a kid playing a video game 
here. Like, this could exactly. happen. Like, exactly. Get the fuck out that's of here. I don't want to hear that. That's I don't the problem with like simulations. Yeah. It's just like it's a big problem. I'm not. I'm really not gonna lie to you guys. Really you have to stop watching Black Mirror because this is what almost every episode's about. But see, like, I like all the other you ones. You have to buy into the technology that exists. Like. I, I know I, you're an engineer. I know the way your mind thinks. No, no, no. But you're very logical. This is no, but this is what I'm saying. That technology that they showed the whole episode doesn't necessarily exist in the real world. That's my problem. Of that, course, it doesn't. No, That's in the whole, their real world. No, their oh, real okay. world. Okay, so right. a, it was a simulation of whatever. But that's so. Like, then, so then, totally you about, so then you think totally about it in two ways. One way to have have a whole conversation with yourself. If it does exist, like what does it mean? If it does actually exist in that real world, in that real world, like what? What if? What, see, what if? No, no, no. What if? I know sure, there's sure, no sure. definite one hundred percent. Yes, yeah. it definitely exists. But what if one hundred percent that that is a real thing in their world? But why would they have a simulation of something that really happened when you could just do that and then get the thing? Like, wait, what? Like, so you're saying that that coach system actually exists, but instead they use this app to find their match. You know what I mean? But that is. The app. Yeah, that's no, all they, the app. It was all on their phone. They didn't have coaches at the bar. There were no coaches. They didn't have that. It wasn't somebody directing them to, oh, go meet this person. It was like, oh, 99%. Oh, there you are. Okay, cool. So, like, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like they had two different things to do the same thing. But, so, to me, the one inside the app is not real. But Okay, but what if it was real? But they weren't even doing it, so I don't know. Like, I, I like the story itself. I thought the story itself was teaching a lot of good lessons. Like... Even oh, when yeah, the yeah. guy was, he was dating that woman he hated for a year. <laughs> that was just, hilarious. But by it the way. Just, when he was out of that relationship, he just more so <laughs> like, knew what he wanted in a girl. Right. Like his real. I love all of that. You're the kind of guy that I likes jokes. <laughs> I love the guy that just kept going. <sighs> yeah, but I love all that. That was great. Yeah, for, to no, just no, end with like, and then it could happen. All right, but it could have been this. Yeah, that's what Black Mary does, though. Like, if you don't like that part about it, every I was fine. Like, go watch Mother again. I oh, know. I did. I love that movie. Again? You saw it twice? <laughs> you saw it twice? No, I only saw it once. Oh, I was like, I I'm not podcasting with you anymore. I don't know if I told you I watched it already. So right, you did. Yes. I like Mother. I like Mother. Um, no, I, so, like, I'm fine with the technology in the first three episodes of, of mm-hmm. season four. It's not the technology that bothers me. It's that it's like, oh, it's a simulation. It's like, oh, yeah, so that wasn't like really a very anything. cheap twist. Yeah. Because Who think wrote about that think, think about the other nine hundred and ninety nine simulations. Do, are they using coaches? Do you think, or do you think it's just like like right, the world that know. they live in could be completely right. different? We so don't it's just know. Like, what are these these simulations? It's are a stupid cheap twist. I'm just yeah. a lot. I feel like I'm a lot more lenient uh, to what I'm believing happens. I'm not really trying to figure out like okay what. What are all the rules to this? Listen, I'm very, I'm very, I, I will oh, jump God. right into it. I'll believe everything I'm seeing is actually happening. But then when the episode ends and it's like, but it wasn't happening, <laughs> then that's when I get a little pissed yeah, off. But, yeah. But that, that, but in that world, what if that simulation is happening? What is that? What if that's real? It's but not it's real. Not. What are you talking it's, about? it's real for the simulation. See, we're going back to what we were talking about in Callister. Is if these if these copies have their own agency? I buy that. Then I buy it. Is but that real? But but from what I'm hearing from you guys, it's not the case on this episode. That they just this was the See, story like, here's, that included this data map. Here's here's the difference. In Callister, you had him take DNA, DNA real right. DNA, and make these copies already, and you knew the copies existed. Whether they're digital or not, it's like you well, know, right. no, you know they're digital. Right, because you because see the real people, right? Yeah, so you understand that realm. 
This is just saying, like, th- like these aren't real people. Because everything turned digital right. after they were done. And then they saw them start to disappear into those orbs. Yeah, and yeah. then it's just like, okay, so they're not real. That was just all digital. And we just watched an hour of but uh, what's, computer simulation. But, but, like, imagine just watching someone play The Sims without knowing that they're playing The Sims. And then you pan out, and it's just some guy on his computer, and he's just like, ha-ha. I drowned you in playing your pool. a person. And I'm just like... If it had, like, a, a, a coagulate, like, theme going on, I would dig it. In, in the sim like world? The, the theme that was going on throughout, the, throughout the simulation is the exact same commentary at the end. Well, no, because you're assuming that that coach technology is in the, the, the yes. world with the bar. Yes. And I'm saying, how are you making that assumption? Because... It's just an, you're right, it's just an assumption, right. but what, what if it is? But what if it's not? And exactly. you just watch, so those are two separate conversations. But that's what I'm saying, the possibility that it's not is just like a big fuck you, because it's just like, oh yeah, well, you know, I don't know what that was. That, that, that was no, just someone's... Yeah, our boy. <laughs> that owns... <laughs> the Eiffel Tower! Oh, I can't even remember that. How's he doing? Is he good? He's really good. He's good. Yeah. Oh, I'm he's a Sabres fan. <laughs> Check that out. He's, no, he's blue, really, really good. Bleed blue and gold. <laughs> Tonight. <laughs> yeah, no. I get what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I mean, it's just, yeah. It's like, yeah, if you want to, if you assume that that is part of the real world or the overarching uh, universe right. that exists, then it might be interesting, but... Just the fact that, you know, they all... Yeah, no, it's just like, you know, the, it's the way you, you know, perceive like, your, your 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 perspective of the episode, and then, um, I would love for you guys to keep on watching Black Mirror to have more conversations like oh, that, well, yeah. because I can't wait to hear... Like your... I said, three out of four ain't bad, so... Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so let's really right. move on. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what have we got next? Right, so that was Black Mirror. Uh, 2018. <laughs> Welcome. This is the future. Now. Yeah, now. Um... <laughs> Right now, right now, <laughs> it's now, it's here. <laughs> um, so yeah, we uh, there's a lot to look forward to. It's 2018. Uh, uh, is there? Of... Is this just a simulation? <laughs> <laughs> right, <It is. laughs> we've been programmed to think there's a lot coming up. Uh, mu- movies, music, and television. Well, let's go first. So we all have three picks of things that we're looking forward or to more. in 2018. Yeah, or twenty, <laughs> or twenty. <laughs> Um, so who wants to go to their number three pick first? Um, I guess I will. Right. I'll go first. So, there's a show coming out on Showtime called Kidding that uh, I just heard about actually yesterday, starring Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is the star of the show. He plays a children's show icon named Mr. Pickles, but it's a very dark comedy. Yeah, it made me think like, <laughs> of Death to Smoochie, which I feel like is a criminally oh, underrated movie. A good movie. Right? That's good. Um, and I feel like it's just going to be a, a series long version of like, that dark comedy of uh, like somewhat like Death to Smoochie. But Showtime is really going all in on this. Um, they're saying it's like the show that they're hoping is going to bridge the gap um, for their Twin Peaks fans in between seasons. Oh, so nice, they're obviously nice. putting a lot of stock into the show. Um, and I think, like, we're all Jim Carrey fans. Like, I'm a big Jim Carrey fan. I I would like him to not suck anymore that really would be nice. badly. That would be real. <laughs> Just because I, I remember Stop. when... It's painful. I remember when he was great, and he was, like, really, really great. 
And I hope this is the show that brings him back to that. Nice. So it comes out, yeah, I think it comes come out, out in September. It comes out in the fall. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, fall mm-hmm. show coming out. Nice. Yep. I'm looking forward to that. Cause yeah. Like, Jim Carrey, like, you're right. Jim Carrey is someone that we all, I feel like. Jim Carrey shouldn't suck as much as he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, he should not suck this bad. Have you seen something with Jim Carrey in it in the past, like, five years? I- I'm going to go back to, say, 15 years <laughs> since the last thing he's done that I like. And that was wow. me, myself, and I raised. That's, that's really not an Oscar-worthy movie. Why are you a big Jim Carrey fan if he hasn't because, done anything no, if in the you, past If you go 1994, years. actually, 2004 is Eternal Sunshine. Of course. So okay. if you go 94 to 2004, the man doesn't have a flaw. Like, yeah. every movie he, he put machine. out was incredible. Hit machine. That even like, like movies. No, uh, even movies that when I was younger I didn't like, I watched them now. I'm like, that's a good movie. Why didn't I like that? Movie? But wait, what about the opposite? Were there movies that you liked when you were younger that you haven't rewatched that might be bombs now? No. No, I've seen them all recently. Yeah. I've seen The Mask all? recently. It's okay. great. Mask is solid. Voltes Ventura's. I'm quoting you there. Liar Liar. What about Cable Guy? Wait, wasn't he in like Mask 2? No. That no, Jamie Kennedy. That movie sucks. Truman Show's good. Um, Truman Show's good. Obviously, Internal Sunshine. No way. All of them. Number no, 20, no, no, 23 no wasn't that good, though. That wasn't too... That was past two thousand. That was past. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I accidentally ch- clicked on his discography. <laughs> but <laughs> again, I would really like to see Jim Carrey come back to full. Like and I that. feel like that role, that's a good role for him to like, sink his teeth into. He's like 55, I think. Okay. So okay. Not, yeah. Yeah, Jim Carrey was definitely an icon in our childhood. Yeah, you know, growing up. It, that's why, like, kid me remembers all the good times that I had with Jim Carrey. <laughs> pains me. We want to relive to that. Think that like Mr. Popper's Penguins oh, was his no. last hit. That's what it was. That man. was his last hit. It's not a movie I really identified with at the age of twenty six. But so you haven't watched anything like he, I, I think he's been doing some independent it's work, be- right? He's going to be 56. Oh, 56, yeah. I guess. On the 17th, yeah. 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 But he's been doing some independent work in the past 10 years, I think, right? He hasn't really been doing much of anything. Right. That's so he's good. either been making it sounds flops like or nothing. It sounds like that's for the better. Flops or nothing. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I, he actually, since oh. Dumb and Dumber 2, he hasn't put anything out. What oh, about... And I forgot Dumb and Dumber from that list. My favorite comedy of all time, Dumb <laughs> yeah, and Dumber. Hold on. It. No flops? Batman and Robin. No, he's in Batman Forever. Oh, Batman Forever. Sure, and sure, sure. that made a ton of money, and he was actually pretty good in it. Batman... Look it up. Batman Forever was a hit. No, I'm not saying it that didn't make money. Seal, whoa, 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 whoa. Kiss from Rose are we saying... Wait, are we saying good movies or made a lot of money? Because those are two very different things. A ten-year-old... <laughs> no, exactly. That's Bat- what I said. No, if you That's put Batman Forever on right now, I'm sure I will walk out this room. I'm sure I will walk out this room. I, I feel Val Kilmer's a very <laughs> underrated Batman... Tommy Lee Jones probably sucked his two faces yes. from watching it now. Right, Dude. Right, but no. Jim Carrey the, as the Riddler was when, good. When was the last time you watched that movie? Last Wednesday. It's been a while. I had You had too much time on your hands if you watched Batman and Robin last Wednesday. Um, no, it's, it's not the worst Batman movie. Yeah. Second it's worst. It's second worst. Still not the basement. Not the basement. <laughs> yeah. No, no come on. Even yeah. aside from that, like he was great in that movie. Anyway, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. I would like to see him, him succeed yeah. again. And what's the show called again? It's called uh, Kidding. Kidding. Okay. Yeah. Jk. It's not. Is Kidding. there anyone else Kidding. in it that we know? That I know of, no. Okay. But Michael Gondry is producing it. Okay. And okay. that reunites him with Eternal Sunshine. Yeah. That's yeah. that's solid. That's solid. You want to go number three or you want me to go? Uh, I'll do my number three. I'm going to do three freeze. 
free music real quick. Go for it. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, Vampire Weekend, I feel like we haven't had new music out from them in a like while. Like three years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, way overdue, and I really love... Uh, well, I love the first... I actually like the first album more than second and third, even though I know the third was like one of the most one of the more acclaimed ones. Yeah. But um, I want to see what they have to, to say. Um, the Prodigy, uh, they're coming out with a new album to be announced sometime Smart early. Bishop? Yeah, that Prodigy. Oh, okay. Love them like way back then. They kind of got a little more electronic-y and out there than I... Um, well, I don't want to say electronic-y, just different vibe. But I um, always want to see what they have to sing. Bring the pressure! And, uh, <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's really just three? I guess Interpol. Interpol's coming out with a new album. New Interpol. Year, that gets me excited, yeah. yeah. Again, TBA. All these to-be-announced dates. You never know. But, uh... Maybe this it's year, been maybe a while from the, Yeah, it's been a while, though. Um, and, uh, assuming it's, you know, classic Interpol, like, up quality. To yeah, up to the snuff. I think we can expect a lot, so... I love me some Interpol. Yeah, yeah. exactly. What about you? What about you, Rob? What's your number three? My number three is a show that I'm sure neither you guys are even care about or going to watch, but I'm so pumped for this wow, show. Rob, talking up. Because yeah. <laughs> I know what type of shows I like. Mike and Justin, they 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 mesh they mesh well better with the things that they listen to and watch compared to me, as you can tell from the Black Mirror episode. Class <laughs> hands for emphasis. I love that. <laughs> Don't tell that, but you guys. Yeah. But there's a show called Rise coming up on NBC. It is the new Jason Caden show. And I love Jason Caden because he did my favorite show, Friday Night Lights. He did Parenthood, which is a great, great show. And um, this is a new Jason Caden show starring uh, Josh Radner from How I Met Your Mother. You don't based even on know. A book. You like the guy so much. You're saying his name wrong. It's Jason Statham. Okay, <laughs> he's the transporter. Okay, <laughs> drop shit around the Just you wait. And this just looks like a, another really great, you know, type of. Uh, you guys know. You know how much I love high school films and TV shows. You love Friday Night Lights. I do love Friday Night Lights. I, I, Friday Friday I love Night Lights. coming up age stories about high school and things like that. This is going to be right up that alley. It's going to be a lot of different types of characters, different families. They're dynamic in school. It, it's based on a book. And I'm just super excited about it. It comes out in March. It's one of those hour-long uh, dramas. And yeah, can't wait to see this one. Where do we watch that? NBC. 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 Sizzles. Never I haven't been. seen a good show on network television in a very long time. Well, you keep telling me to check out the show with Ted Danson, though. And I don't know a single person that dis- dislikes that show. I mean, I may, I may have to buckle eventually. Exactly. Like, if you want to listen to any critic, like they all will say it's the best show on TV. Yeah, like, he, he won. He just won the. Did he? Yeah. No way. That's yeah. crazy. That show gets like no love from the actual awards, but the critics obviously like like it. It's such a good show. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for Rise. That's my number three. Okay. Who's going number two? Um, <laughs> give me a second. I'll, 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 go, go, I'll go number two. Um, this is not the I took, for took my phone. <laughs> No, there's. I'm sure you guys have all seen uh, trailers for it. Um, this movie coming out in March called Ready Player One, mm. but it's uh, Spielberg, mm. yeah, and it Spielberg. looks like it's Spielberg going back to like the Spielberg I like, not the post Spielberg. Which you know, I can't say that I didn't see the post, yeah. but I just kind of know I'm not going to like it. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like one of those things. Like yeah. if you gave me like a burger with marshmallows on it, I'm probably not going to like it. It's kind of like the post. Oh, so we shouldn't um, expect the marshmallow burger? Right? No, no, <laughs> not the next one. Yeah, no yeah, yeah. With the July, no. Okay, but um, you don't want to see the post. I want to see the post so bad. I really want to see Ready Player One, <laughs> the movie I'm talking have about right it? now. Have you read it? 
No, but I heard it's it's I heard it's awesome. The premise looks pretty pretty yeah. cool. I don't know if you guys saw the trailer. Um, but I just think like no one does dystopian um, universes more than better than uh, Spielberg, and uh, I think he's I think it's gonna be good. It reminds me a lot of like Minority Minority Report meets uh, what's that uh, video game movie Wreck-It Ralph. Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, Minority okay. Report meets okay. Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> so I think it's gonna be pretty sweet. No, I've heard. Some really interesting things about this. I haven't read it or don't know much about it because I haven't read it. But Spielberg and like you said, it looks awesome. Yeah. It looks. Re- Do you know when it comes out? March. March. Okay. March. So. So yeah. it's not getting that coveted like summertime box office release, but. But that's okay. Beauty and the Beast came out in March, and exactly. that made a lot of money. Exactly. So the top yeah, two nice. films of last year did not come out in the summertime. So. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. So I've, I I have high hopes for it. I mean, it's definitely. I feel like the tomato meter is going to make or break that movie. Does it have anyone big in the film? I did not look at that. That's the thing is it does not. I do not know a single person who's in the film. I feel like it might... Yeah, if it doesn't get great reviews, it's going to be one of those films that, like, diehards are going to watch it, and that opening weekend might be pretty big for a March release, but it's going to, like, simmer real quick. Probably, Yeah. yeah. No, if we were doing, like, a spring movie box office draft, it probably wouldn't be in my number one. Pick four or five? Yeah. Yeah, that's like a a fourth rounder, I feel. I feel like it's going to be very similar um, to, like, in regards to box office as, like, a Super 8. Okay, yeah. It's like, you know, the reviews will come out, it will really make or break the film, but if it gets decent reviews, you'll see it close to what Super 8 made. Either way, though. Money aside, I just think it's a really cool premise for a film. Awesome. Awesome. All right. All right. Uh, my number two, I'm going to do a Marvel grouping, uh, MCU grouping, um, Avengers, Infinity War, Black Panthers, Deadpool 2, and X-Men Dark Phoenix all come out this year. That's Bro, and you're forgetting Venom and Venom? the New Mutants. Yeah. Uh, well, I just did the ones I was interested in. <laughs> Ant-Man. I mean, Ant-Man 2. Yeah. Ant-Man it's, 2. It's ridiculous. We're just getting, that is a lot. That's the, crazy. The MCU's expanding greatly, like exponentially this, uh, this year. So, um... I think out of all of those, probably most excited for Infinity Wars. And uh, to be totally upfront, I have a lot of catching up to do with MC, but I feel like they're uh, getting better. Like the movies are like at a at a good pace now. Um, and uh, so yeah, I have a lot of. Are you going to watch go, all of them oh, yeah. up to it? Yeah, yeah, because like I feel, I feel like uh, Infinity War just has so many characters and such a deep well uh, cast and crew that uh, yeah, you kind of want to. Is this have the last story. Avengers film planned? No. I they highly Infinity, doubt it. Infinity Wars know. 2 is planned for... So, so they still have all of these actors on contract? Yeah. That's Probably. crazy. I mean, That's yeah. Because I think it just makes so much money. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and they, they do so little so much money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They yeah. definitely make a lot Chris Pratt's like, I have to be in this movie for five minutes? <laughs> yeah. 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 Done. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Three takes for 20 And that is opening up the summer blockbuster season. Infinity Wars, if I recall correctly. Yeah, it's first week of May. Nice. So that's going to yep. go crazy. Yeah, that's going to... Yeah, but so, yeah, like crazy. you said, out of all the movies that you mentioned, Infinity Wars is the one you're looking forward yeah, to Yeah, and I mean, I'm going to be de- I'm going to be disappointed if Deadpool does, as uh, Vivendi pointed out, could be PG-13. Yeah. Um, that would be, yeah, that would be uh, kind of a, a I, to it. I think it'd be very dumb on Disney's part to take a movie that was only successful, really, because of that purpose of it. Right, right, <laughs> right. right. Let's, let's uh, make this family-friendly. Being edgy yeah. and, like, a little over the top, but, yeah, you're going to lose it all. Yeah. 
Um, and I think that's what kind of brought in the outside audience too, people who weren't necessarily You're like, like, oh, this is rated R. Okay, we'll check this yeah. out. Yeah. You guys remember funny, how much man. money Deadpool made? Like, a ton. Deadpool made a killer ton yeah, in the box office. Mean, don't hold Ryan Reynolds down. He's got a lot of. That's all he has is Deadpool. That's it. <laughs> I, I, hate I, hate I hate Ryan Reynolds. I hate that man. Great <laughs> has two people: Deadpool and Val. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, you got a friend in me. Uh, I'll grab you. Don't listen to the haters. Val Kilmer. <laughs> he is a great Val Kilmer. That was good. That was good. What about you, Rob? Um, so, yeah, my number two. Drop a deuce on us. Is that what it sounds like? That's what it always shit. It's, very, really, it's really fast and forceful. First Man comes out in October. It's a Damien Chazelle's latest film. As you know, he does Whiplash and La La Land. Those two things have something in common. There's a lot of music, there's a lot of jazz in it. Not this film. Biopic, Neil Armstrong, First Man on the Moon. I'm excited for it. <laughs> okay. What's interesting I about this tell. film is Shot that this is the, the first film he's directing that he did not write. So I'm interested to see whether or not that is going to you know, make a difference. Right, make a difference like... if he's really going to be able to do something a little bit outside of his comfort zone per se. And um, but Ryan Gosling's in it, uh, Kyle Chandler's in it. It has a you know a decent cast with that. And I'm I'm intrigued by it. You know, I guess it's going to be sci-fi. E yeah, probably. But it's a biopic, so not too sci-fi because it's you know obviously. And uh, no, it comes out in October, so that's like prime Oscar season, award season type of uh, hopeful. So maybe he'll he'll be back on the podium for best director in a couple in no, in two years. In a but, year. But yeah, um, that was you were looking up that one too, right? My, I, I'm also very interested. Just we because Giselle. It's, it's Giselle, yeah, I like Giselle. And, and Gosling. I mean, I like love Gosling. I like the Gos. It's starting to get like, like borderline. Like I like Gosling a little too, too much. much. Yeah, like Over Dan- much. Dano. Oh, cheating on Paul! Uh oh, cheating on Paul! Paul. Right <laughs> I also really like Michael Stolberg. Oh, that's he's yeah. climbing the ranks. Yeah, huh? he's, he's getting up there too. God does no wrong. <laughs> I want to tell uh, Paul this. He's not going to be happy. Don't don't tell that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number one's here coming up. All right, no. number one's going to be tough. I already gave a TV show. I already gave movies. So I'm really going all in. For this artist, but he deserves it. He, after all this time, he's gained my love. He has my trust. He's been up in the mountains of Wyoming recording this album for two oh, yeah. years, and uh, it could come out this year. It could never come. He could be dead. I don't know. I can't rush art. Man. But the last time, the last time the man went away for two years to record an album, he came back with arguably the best hip hop album of all time. So, if Kanye West is working on his text, My Twisted Dark Fantasy, <laughs> up in the mountains of Wyoming, I give him all my support, all my blessing. Um, if it does come out this year, I really can't wait for it to happen. And, as of last Friday, he did post something up okay. on social media. He hasn't posted anything in, like, a year and a half. Um, it was really, like, much, pretty much nothing, but <laughs> I'm taking that as a sign that new music's coming out soon. So, so, this, um, so like... So it is expected to come out. This it year, is expected though. to come out this year. Okay. Now, how would you like rank the Kanye albums as you? I really ranked? didn't like Life of Pablo, and that okay. was the last one. Yeah. Um, but Twisted Dark Fantasy, Late Registration, Graduation. Hell, I even like Watch the Throne. A lot of people hate on Watch the Throne. I don't really dislike anything the guy's done. Right. Right. Um, even like some parts of Pablo aren't that bad. 
So again, I'm hopeful that this album's going to be of his course. Next, next next masterpiece. His next Jesus. 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 <laughs> Ooh, she's had a masterpiece. Hey, we got, we got a special guest, Polly, in the house. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited for that. I think think it's going to be good. What do you got, Justin? Nice, nice. My, uh... <laughs> like that smooth. <laughs> nice, nice. Very nice. I agree with whatever you just said. Um, my, uh... I guess, okay, I got an honorable mention, quick honorable mention. Rocco's Modern Life is coming out with a one-hour special... Um, maybe it might be like a lead-in, maybe to bringing it back. I hope we oh. can keep our fingers crossed. I think it's the original cast. I'm not sure when that's so you coming were a big out. Rocco's fan, not big, day. but like oh, okay. just to see them come back. Like I'm interested. That's why Doug guy. Oh, Doug's good. Doug's good. You know what I didn't like about Doug? Doug? No wallabies. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, but no, I'm gonna say my number one, uh, Westworld. Coming back, the, uh, sci-fi, uh, futuristic thriller is, well, I don't know about thriller, fantasy, whatever. Uh, coming back, um, you know, we've seen how potential lead-ins to expansion, where it could go, we, you know, the, the conflict that kind of peaked at the end of season one, um, will be interesting to see what direction that goes in, how they contain outbreak that seemingly is happening now the revolt um seeing how uh what kind of like consciousness the the uh uh whatchamacallits have um it, it's very interesting and i feel like there's a lot of room for twists a lot of room for expansion of the plot and characters and yeah it should be good i think that's coming out in the fall of yeah. this year so uh I mean, HBO, bridge that game of thrones gap yeah you know? oh this will do quite nice i believe i believe so what about you, Rob? Do you want to say anything about Westworld? Because I know you watched oh. it as well. No, I'm I'm just as excited as Justin for Westworld. I uh, I love season one, so I definitely have high hopes for season two. I hope they don't pull a true detective on us. Um, which That's again, like a go-to. I, I want to bring that one up too. That's also coming back at some point. Marshala, um, my boy. But um, no, I, I I have no reason to doubt that Westworld's going to be amazing. I loved everything about the first season, so. Nice. Okay. My number one that I'm really looking forward to this year is the new Atlantis season. I finished watching uh, Atlantis season one maybe about a week ago, and it is just phenomenal. It's now, so good. What makes you like that uh, version of the Desperate Housewives more than the, the real <laughs> Housewives? I would love and hip hop Atlanta than New York, you know, because obviously they're a little more ratchet and okay. like the way they okay. you know communicate with one another. All right, but uh, <laughs> I always liked South Hotlanta South. more too. <laughs> down South, Nene Leach. <laughs> anyway, the new season is called Robin Season, and um, it's going to be more. Linear. It's gonna be more collective. Um, for those who have watched the first season, they're kind of. It's kind of just like random. They're not. It's standalone episodes. They don't really have a continuous storyline. But that made that, that gave Donald Glover the opportunity to be very experimental with some episodes. It reminds me of second season Master of None during the first half when he was very experimental with episodes. Donald Glover had that freedom to do it. I, I know he's gonna do some weird shit again for season two, but this is gonna have a. He already announced it's gonna be a lot more collective. It's gonna be a. There's gonna be a storyline that he wants to tell, and um, there was a teaser trailer that came out that kind of is like a tracking shot of him in certain situations with his uh, cousin Paperboy, and it's just a great, great show. I laughed. Uh, I was I was appalled at some moments in the first season. I can't wait. It comes back in a couple months, in, in, uh, in March, and 
And it's gonna, it's gonna, it took off a year, just like Westworld did. Yeah. Not Westworld, game, Westworld did take off a year. Yeah. Too. Yeah. yeah. So just like that. So yeah, I'm really excited for Atlanta season two. I, uh, I saw the first two episodes of Atlanta and I really, really liked it, but then Comcast took it off and I couldn't watch it. <laughs> So I'm looking forward to watching both one and two um, come March. But uh, no, I'm really excited. It gets about like a lot too. better after the, the second episode. No, I'm really there. excited about. <laughs> it. Like, oh, no, because I, I remember I watched like the first three episodes, yeah. and in my mind I'm like, okay, this is good, but there's nothing like outstanding about this yet. Like this is fine, but it really like picks it up, really okay, picks yeah. up, especially the second half. And um, yeah, it's definitely I recommend that show to anyone. That's that's yeah. FX, right? Yes. Yep. FX. Okay. okay. And there's also now Disney, that <laughs> other FX show that you guys. I mean, I loved it as well. You didn't know, but uh, Legion is also coming back this year. Is oh. it? I, I had no idea. Legion two comes back. We loved it so much. Yeah, <laughs> those Bowie songs. Am I right? They just gotta keep her going, man. Yeah. <laughs> keep it I know going. you're excited, man. I'm I know. Up for Legion. <laughs> That's another one I can't Ziggy wait to watch. One and two. Spoilers. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, a lot to be excited for um, this year, this upcoming year. Um, I guess now to just wrap up the podcast, <laughs> I'm gonna just, I'm, well, I'm gonna bring up something from last year because I remembered as we're going through our discussion, I did see a movie. Okay, <laughs> I, saw a movie. Like, I saw a movie. I did see a movie, and, and I this don't is, this get is our... the hype. Is this our recommendation section? I'm going to recommend Don't Watch It. Okay, and I know okay, that okay, I like Rob it. is definitely going to disagree with me. <laughs> what the movie? But I remember it being so unmemorable <laughs> that I forgot I even saw it. But I don't get Lady Bird's hype. I uh, really don't okay, get it. Okay. My girlfriend said it's because I'm not a woman. And I was like, yeah, well, yeah, I, think I know. I'm good. just a girl, not yet a woman. <laughs> one of these days, <laughs> maybe yeah. I'll like Lady Bird. <laughs> it's not like I... It's classic I'm it's not just... saying it's bad at all. It's right. definitely not yeah. a bad okay. movie. I'd be right. crazy to say it's a bad it's just movie. It's not for you. No, no, it's, it, it should not be getting Best Picture nomination consideration. Okay. Mm. Big Six better. Landline's better. Those are both... I feel like they're both the same kind of movie as Lady Bird. <laughs> Get rid of Lady Bird. You know, <laughs> I don't need it. So my recommendation is uh, watch Landline if you're about to watch Lady Bird. Justin? I mean, I will watch it, but yeah, I mean, Lady Bird's right up my alley. I love coming of age, I love high school type of films, and uh, Greta Gerwig did a great job directing it, and I mean, Saoirse is one of the finest young actresses in the business, so mm, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. It was my number four movie of the year. Good to know. Okay. I got lost uh, looking into the Black Mirror, so... That was a I'm lot of what right I've been, what I've watched. Something I did watch a few, uh, a few episodes of uh, documentary now, which is uh, I think Not it's like, yeah, right, right now. Uh, Bill Hader and uh, Fred Armiston, um, they just do a bunch of. I didn't realize it was based off of real documentaries, um, but they do mockumentaries based off those real ones. So um, you might incidentally learn something or be inspired to go look into something but in the meantime you're watching a funny show about uh, a funny incident or a comedy are those hour long? comedized no 30 minutes uh, right? yeah, I think they're half 30 hours minutes, yeah. so I haven't seen so, it on these yeah well, I recommend you do well, I might have to. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, what about you Rob what do you recommend 
I have recently watched every single Harry Potter movie again on HBO mm. because Kamala has never watched any of them. So I go, that's so good. <laughs> so get the, this, uh, that's like the opposite. That's like the reverse of Courtney and I. She's watched like, she's a big Potterhead. Yeah. I've watched like two and a half movies now. Okay. So I'm going to be... The com- I'm going to be common oh, experience. <laughs> what is this thing with the wands and the British people? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever this is. Right, so she's right. never seen any of it, and like I told her to watch it. Her friends told her to watch it. And on January first, HBO had all of the the movies. And so I remember watching it. The first movie came came out in 2001. The last movie came out in 2011. So that's ten years worth mm. of a gap between the first and last movie. And I would watch them in the theaters. I never read the books. Like watching it. Within a week and a half, while everything is still fresh in your mind, mean, makes all the difference in the world. Because I remember watching the movies in the theater, and I'm like, oh yeah, that was a pretty good movie. But like, I never made connections from movie to movie. But it's kind of like when we watch a show. Yeah, exactly. When we watch a show now from episode to episode, we kind of, at least more than if you watch an episode one year and then the next year, like you're going to remember what... And they make so many connections, whether subtle or not... That I never realized when I watched the film for the first time in my life. And then rewatching it with my wife, it, it made the experience so much better. Like, Harry Potter is just obviously one of the biggest iconic, you know, franchises of our generation and probably going to be of history. And I'm not going to lie, I thoroughly, <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed it. And the second time through was so much better than the first time through. So I highly recommend anyone. It's all they're all on HBO. If you haven't like watched them in a while, and again, I'm not the biggest Potterhead. I've never read the books or anything like that. But oh, it just makes okay. so much more sense if you just watch them in closer proximity yeah. than you know actually watching now, it expanded out. Let me ask you yeah. this: rewatching them all in close proximity is number three still your favorite? Oh yeah, Prince of Azkaban is just a masterwork of, of filmmaking by Koran himself. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was it, it, it's so good. But I wonder the, if I would still love number four the best if I, if I saw it. You like four the best? Goblet of Fire, baby. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Goblet of Fire. <laughs> I think that was Courtney's favorite too. That's yeah. your favorite movie or book is Goblet of Fire. So. The only problem that I have with Goblet of Fire is that like I feel I'm just watching the Olympics and nothing. Ma- There's only one <laughs> big thing that happens in that movie, oh, and I'm like, good. I don't need yeah. two and a half hours. That's another thing. Those are freaking long they're movies. Long. Yeah, I never forgot how long yeah. those movies are. Like the I'm shortest, gonna need a couple days. The shortest one's like two hours and twenty minutes. I'm like, what do you mean? That's, that's the, the shortest. shortest? One? Yeah. Oh, they're usually Jesus. two hours and forty okay. minutes long. Wasn't the last one like three hours? The last hours? one is technically well. If you combine both, oh, movies. it's like five hours. No, yeah. no, the last one's only 130 minutes. I just watched oh, it. the last one. The last last okay. one. That's the shortest one. But if you, obviously they split one book into two movies. Yeah, so yeah. it was going to be. It should have been longer. You know, type of thing. But yeah, that's my recommendation. Watch uh, rewatch HP on HBO. Are you cool. are you recommending also Fantastic Beasts, or do you think that's kind of like a separate thing? Yeah, don't you don't have to. Waste your time with Fantastic Beasts. Though I know, oh, I know V so likes it. You like it too. We I saw it together. It. I, know, I liked it, but I can't even like. It's not, not Harry same. Potter. Yeah. It's not Harry Potter. Right. And you, and you hate that actor, Eddie Redmayne. You still I hate Eddie. Redmayne. <laughs> I hate Eddie Redmayne. Something about his face. I hate him. I hate him. Watch your back, Redmayne. <laughs> Stay away from Lindbergh's son. <laughs> Alright, thanks well, for listening. Alright, guys, well, it's been a quick hour and a half. <laughs> wow, really? All it's right. like watching Harry Potter all over again. I mean. See you guys in two weeks.
Grab my Terry flaps in my Terry faults. Grab my Terry flaps. You gotta touch them.